It's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. All right, let's go. Let's go. It's Plank Show on a Thursday, which means we are hanging out today at Caven's Group. 405-573-3048 or online at cavensgroup.com. That's cavensgroup.com. With Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. Uh, good morning, Josh. How are you on this Thursday? Doing great. Good morning, my friend. Can I um, can I get my complaints out of the way early? Yeah. Not with you. Not with you. Just I, I, I want to have a good tone for the show today. It's my anniversary today, so I want to be in a good mood all day. But I... I figured, no, you know, let's go. Let's um, let's just have let, let's get all the anger out of the way early, so we can be in a good mood. And my three anger pieces are one, ESPN, two, recruiting, and three, you stupid people who can't drive. All right, so let me start here just real quick since I brought it up to Toby. Did you happen to try to watch sports at all last night <laughs> without having, let's just say hypothetically, you don't have ESPN Plus, and you're just trying to watch sports. Did you just did you happen to try to flick on the TV last night and check it out? Yeah, I did. Outside of hockey, which was great, by the way, uh, congratulations to the Florida Panthers. What was really tickling your fancy last night? on normal regular tv well that yeah yeah oh, okay okay so you're all in on the hockey well no i, I was watching <laughs> baseball but if okay. i was watching that that's what I, I did watch a little bit of it but mostly i was watching you're kind the of in, 12 tournament you're kind of imploding my anger right now but here's my point um number one the the lakers nuggets game five was supposed to be last night so i guess maybe this is just an overall confusing thing to me because I'm a DirecTV subscriber, 206 is kind of where I, all my sports watching starts, and I don't think I'm alone. Uh, and, yes, I know that they put hockey everywhere underneath the sun. It's either on TNT or it's, on t- it's, it's more confusing than baseball sometimes to find. I think there was even some games on the USA Network there for a while. Um, but instead of, I don't know, pushing, say, one of the SEC baseball tournament games there, or I don't know, Josh, the – the Big 12 games to 206, they decided to re-air the Michael Jordan 30 for 30, which, if you haven't been keeping tabs, is now A, three years old, and B, available 24-7, 365, on about any streaming platform that you might have a subscription to. Is that a fair assessment of how you can find The Last Dance? I'm just going to say yes. Uh, so that was option number one on ESPN. Option number two on ESPNU was the re-air of the Kansas State game, Josh, that you and I watched. Who's bothering you in studio right now? Uh, somebody called in on the phone lines. No, nobody's... I don't care about callers right now. Let me get my anger out of the way. You guys know this. Give me five minutes and we'll be good to go. I need Josh here right now. Yes. He is K- the st- he Kansas is State, TCU, force. not a great game to start yesterday. Um. They re-aired it last night. Re-aired it. And and interestingly enough, there was a wild 
game going on live. And I guess someone either, A, got the day off and it was like, I'm going to reschedule anything, or B, that consistent middle finger to sports fans. I know, most of you are like, oh, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, we pay a lot of money for our subscription services, peeps. Uh, I still have yet to find uh, any of these uh, baseball games on free TV for college baseball. Have you? Because I haven't. You either have to subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. Or you have to have a satellite dish or Cox Cable or whatever it might be. So that's that's frustrating to me. There are endless – you wonder sometimes why people get angry at ESPN. Is it the terrible uh, – is it the terrible um, opinions? Maybe. But, Josh, when they re-air a game while other games in this same tournament are live, I feel like I'm right and justified to be a little bit triggered. I don't get that either. It doesn't make any sense. Why Why would you re-air that game when you could just show not even the Big 12 tournament, any any of the conference tournaments that you've got going on? Um, exactly. Any of them. Because here's my point. Here's my point. I know. I, I, can, can I tee off in a couple of tweets here real quick? Just real quick. If not, you know, this this could save the show a little bit from going down an anger-filled path. So you no, tell me. You may. I saw one tweet on this subject last night that was just not not correct at all. <laughs> Here was, and I'll, I'll let you remain nameless. This guy writes, it makes perfect sense. They are trying to drive up sales for ESPN+. Marvin. Find me the world where it makes perfect sense to re-air a game that finished 16-2. to Am I right, Josh? None of that final score was 16-2, to Marvin. Wait, no names here. M. Find me the, the world where it makes perfect sense where you could probably highlight set ESPN Plus product by, you know what I think would be cool? I don't, here's, what, here, here's where my frustration, I think, starts with this. Put Dari Noka and one of your baseball guys in a studio, right? You've got SEC, you've got ACC, you've got Big 12, you've got them all going on right now. And I think they do something similar to this on SEC Network, but put it on ESPN on a night like last night. Hey, welcome. It's the, um, what do they call it, bases loaded, whatever it is. Softball did seven-inning live podcast. It's like, so we're going to keep tabs on these four games now. At any moment, you can watch any of these games live right now on ESPN+. Plus. You can go to ESPN+, Plus right now, and watch any of these games live. But let's take you out to Arlington right now. Um, final moments of the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. We joined so-and-so on the coverage. Boom, pull out of that. SEC tournament right now in Mobile, Alabama. Chuck and John are on the call. Let's kind of get what's going on. It, it doesn't seem like, Josh, it would take that much work. And, Marvin, you're still promoting your ESPN Plus product. Does that seem like it's out of – I almost feel like I could do it for them. Give me on Zoom. We can share my screen, and I can pop around to the different broadcasts at a wild, get this, click of a button. So I was triggered number one on that. Second text that triggered to me, and I started to fire back at this guy, but I, I felt terrible because he had zero followers. And he writes, sadly – those two shows would probably attract more viewers yes. in a college baseball game. Love it or hate it, ESPN doesn't show things because they want to. There is a money reason involved. Uh, hey, Beavis, 
show me where the money is in re-airing a 16-2 game on one of your major networks. The, the money is what the previous tweeter said. Yeah. But, but the, the ratings element there, no. <laughs> no the the re-air of the last dance is not going to rate better than <laughs> any of those college baseball games. Incorrect. So there's my number one trick. I think you got me feeling. I don't know. I don't know why they do it. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, actually, I guess it was now a month ago. Gosh, when was the end of the NBA regular season, Josh? Was it a month and a half ago? The uh, NBA TV, I was real excited because they have kind of a red zone type show. And it was a Tuesday night when there was a lot of playoff implications on the line. And they were re-airing the show from Sunday. Which, honestly, it really took me a moment to figure out what was going on. I I guess I don't understand that. I guess, for me, that's something that will never make any sense. Hey, we got some really good life stuff going on. We got 80 events right here on ESPN+. Plus. You know what I think we should do? Let's re-air a game from 9 a.m. this morning, or NBA TV. We have this trove of live games we can go to or things we can check out. You know what? Let's go back to the games from Sunday. So, A, that triggered me a little bit, Josh. But I feel better just getting it out in the open. Well, I would ask anyone at ESPN to go back to their original mission statements. And I'm guessing the original mission statement wasn't, hey, let's re-air games when right. we have the, the rights to a bunch of different games that are live right there. I mean, it was live sports and sports coverage 24-7, not re-airing broadcasts that we've already broadcast. How many times does Get Up get aired in a day, you think? Oh man, I yeah, I mean multiple times because you right. got the the original showing, and then I think they show it on ESPN two right after, do they? Yeah, not? yeah, and then it goes over to ESPN News. You know, it's it's I just I don't I get the business model because it's less expensive to maybe update that show throughout the day and play something else, but it's kind of become a it's kind of become what's the best way to put this, Josh? Filler. Thank you. Old hat too. Here's number two. All right, enough with TV. Here's number two. It's Plank Show. We're at Cavens Group. It's Thursday. That's where we spend on Thursdays. Uh, Gary's going to join us. What time works today, Gary? I'm wide open. 10 o'clock, Gary will join us. Works that easy. Um, here's the other thing. Are you allowed – perfect. Yeah, that, that one's fine. First take, yeah. Are, are you allowed, Josh Helmer, to basically say – whatever you want, and then kind of tag it with, but that's just my opinion, or that's how I think it went down, or that's my opinion on it all. Like, I'm listening I'm listening to the latest twist and turn in the old recruiting world and the, and, and, and Sean Cooper getting blasted and, and everything that kind of took place with the Xavier Sims recruitment, and I'm listening to this very, just, I mean, it's like such a confident layout of what's going on, and... Then it's tagged with, well, at least that's what I think happened. I'm like, wait, is so is that what happened? <laughs> or is that what you think happened? Is that how it went down? Or is that your opinion of how it went down? Let me give you an example. Um, if I were to tell you that uh, California had a chance against OU or something along that nature – and I tagged it with, well, at least I think that's how it went down. I think they felt like they had a chance. Or I could say, 
uh, OU beat California 16-3, to and Cal knew they never had a shot, right? I mean, there's fact, and then there's someone that's like, well, you know, I kind of think they had a chance, and they were pushed, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't understand that mindset. Either there's like – isn't there no gray area in this conversation? Because I'm very confused right now how and, – and I guess maybe this is – with the ref being so ingrained in Cruton, right, and having a daily, there is no other radio station maybe in the country that has a one-hour daily show that's essentially dedicated to recruiting. You find it for me. One hour dedicated to recruiting, locked in every day from 2 to 3, right? Um, We've got a recruiting guru in in Parker who crushes it every day from noon to 2 and on that show with Tyler from 2 to 3. But – is, am I just starting to, to really be immersed in this world, Josh, where there is one story and then like two minutes later there's a completely separate story and you got to figure out which one is real and which one isn't? Has this been recruiting for a long time and I'm just now starting to get hip to it? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Yes. You, we need to send you down some message boards just to just to get you acquainted with what's going on out there. Uh, like, That's just my opinion, though. <laughs> One one day, that's just, you know, that's that's exactly what you need to do. I mean, that's what you have to do. I mean, in my, in my opinion, that's how it went down. It's like, what? what? Is that how it went down or not? Uh, so either either uh, C4, it's good. It's in Oklahoma. So there's no way Sean Cooper is going to do anything to hurt Oklahoma. And, and he didn't even know what was going to happen. Or Oklahoma's never going to recruit another player from this place again. And he's out. I mean, I, I don't. There doesn't seem to be like a gray area here, Josh. So I'm very perplexed by that from yesterday. I don't know which way to go. And then third and final, so I can just get all this off my chest so we can have a happy show the rest of the way. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Do do they still teach learning and using turn signals, or has that just kind of been something that we've stopped doing in, in driving right now? Am I just supposed to magically know where you're going whenever you're going 8,000 miles an hour in the right-hand lane to try to get around three cars and you're cutting everyone off. Is that is that an old thing? And I'm just an old – I can accept it if you tell me I'm an old, but our turn signal's out now. Are we not using those anymore? Well, I must be getting older than two because that is my number one pet peeve <laughs> out there on the roadways. Is Like anybody <laughs> approaching a light – and you could have turned right, but instead, you know, they haven't uh, signaled that they're about to turn at the yes. light. So you've, yes. you've got to wait. Oh. All right, I'm better now. I feel much better, Josh Helmer. See, that's, that. if you guys give me like five to seven minutes a day, I'm usually pretty good. And get over it. I'm fine. And it was a great night last night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, dude. The hockey goes down to the final seconds. Um, by the way, we did have a very nerve wracking time. Have you tried to use Netflix recently? I think so. Yeah. What, what happened? But wait, you're not a password sharer, are you? Uh, well, yeah, no, I definitely come from the, the password okay. sharing okay. family. We, 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 we got the, the alert last night. Like we got the lockdown. Oh, wow. So you got, this account has been flagged. No, no, no. It was, we had, <laughs> We had we had to reach out to the account holder and say, "Hey, you're going to get a text here in a second, <laughs> so you just need to confirm that." Because, and by the way, before you're like, "Geez, cheap radio guy, 
mother, father-in-law do Netflix, <laughs> son, uh, son-in-law, daughter do uh, Amazon Prime, and we share. So we pay Prime, they pay Netflix. It became, it's like I, I feel like it's a good deal. And Prime's never like, don't be sharing passwords. Prime's like, eh, come on, everybody jump on board. Netflix, on the other hand, it's start, they're starting to lock it down, Josh. So I'm just warning you right now, if you're still using your ex-boyfriend's or ex-girlfriend's Netflix account, there might be an uncomfortable call that has to be made here in the next couple of days. Just giving you a heads up. But back to last night. I watched the, I watched the end of the hockey game. Had great fellowship with some friends last night. It was a good night, right? OU won over OSU. You've got a lot of softball talk that's going on. Uh, I was I was watching a Chiefs game from 1990 that was on the NFL Network last night. Dave Craig versus Steve DeBerg. It's probably like before you were even born. So it was a good time, man. It was a good night last night overall. And at the core of it, and most importantly, an exclamation point put, on day one of the Big 12 tournament for Oklahoma Sooner Baseball. What does it mean? We'll hear from Skip Johnson coming up next. We'll hear from Patty Gasso and T.R.A. Jennings as the show progresses. We're at Cavens Group on a Thursday emergency remediation business. They're your first call when the pipes break, your first call when you see mold growth. Call them today, 405-573-3048. It is the home of Sooner fan. All right, last night OU beats... Oklahoma State, college baseball. <laughs> Did you see? I, I think I think my favorite moment ever happened yesterday <laughs> during the Texas A&M-Arkansas game in the SEC tournament. I'm watching the re-air of it now. I happen to be watching it. Uh, Jim Schlossnagel was doing his uh, interview with ESPN when one of his dudes dropped the ball. <laughs> And he slammed his headset down. It was hilarious. Did Ar- I didn't get to see the end of this. Did Arkansas? This is nice. It's very rare to me, rare for me, Josh, whenever I actually see a highlight and I don't know what happened. Or they ruin it with the uh, with the thing underneath it. It's like, oh, 5-5, five, five, top of the ninth, what happened? Then all of a sudden this final score scrolls right underneath everything. It's like, oh, man. Looks like Arkansas won. Yeah, Hogs won, so they advanced in the SEC tournament. Looks like they got a pretty good environment there in Mobile, Alabama, for the uh, SEC tournament. We will see you soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So here is uh, just one quick note on on SEC baseball since it got me uh, since since it got me uh, got me looking. The um, uh, did I say? Did I say I'm in Hoover? I'm sorry. Did I say Mobile? Mobile, it wasn't Mobile, Alabama. It was Hoover, Alabama. My bad. So here's what you have at the SEC tournament when things get underway at 9.30 this morning. So in about, let's see, uh, four minutes from now, A&M takes on South Carolina in a loser's bracket game. Then you've got Alabama and Auburn. Alabama, by the way, I know they got beat, but nice little bounce back for them after the embarrassment of their coach betting against them. And then the afternoon session is LSU, Arkansas, and then Vanderbilt, Florida, after Vanderbilt beat Auburn yesterday. Meanwhile, Josh, we we don't care quite yet about that SEC. We're all in right now on the Big 12. Let's look back at last night's shellacking of Oklahoma State. Whoa, is everyone okay in there? Um, how big was that, in your opinion, Josh, for Oklahoma and fighting, scratching, clawing towards the possibility 
to have an automatic bid, uh, to get an at-large bid, excuse me, in the NCAA tournament. And then also, while we're at that, you know, last year they got the automatic bid because they won the damn tournament. So massive, massive win last night for Oklahoma. Yeah, I guess the answer would be it's huge on both fronts. <laughs> Take a big step forward toward uh, winning this Big 12 tournament by getting off on the right foot. And we, we said it that you could do yourself some big favors if you could get some runners on the base paths early. Oklahoma did that. They got traffic early. They got guys over. They got them in. All of a sudden, they staked themselves out to a 7 to nothing lead. Did get uh, that little bit of a, a jam in there, but uh, even then you got out of that bases-loaded situation to r- retain the 7-4 to four lead and uh, and then tacked on a little bit more. So it was huge to beat that program that has been uh, a thorn in Oklahoma's side in, in many different uh, instances of Bedlam. It's gigantic. I, you know, one more, one more today, and I think you're locked in to the, uh, the NCAA tournament. And probably you might be there anyways, but – no need to take any chances. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Here was uh, Skip Johnson after the game, I think. Hold on here. Wait for it. An interesting decision going to Jamie Hit out of the bullpen early today. Tell us. He threw less pitches uh, the other day, and, uh, uh, and the matchups were good. So, uh, uh, I mean, it was more about the less pitches and the matchups. It felt like you guys were extra aggressive on the bases today. Was that the game plan going in? I think when we get a lead like that, we can be extra aggressive, be, have a little more sense of urgency. I thought we played offense really well. I mean, we could have scored the one inning. I thought we should have scored the one inning and figure out how they're pitching us and whatnot. What do you feel like this win does for you, Coach? I mean, it does a lot of things. It gets, it's your sense of urgency. I mean, it, it helps you. It helps gives your confidence. Way to go, Skip. Thank you. Go get them tomorrow. I don't know what just happened there, but uh, good stuff from Toby and Skip after the game. Uh, it, you know what? You don't want to get too carried away, right, Josh? You don't want to be like, yeah, tide has turned. But it did kind of have that feeling as that game progressed, right? You don't get the sense that this is a team now that is going to go lose to Texas Tech and be out in their next game. You get to, This could be that, that battle tonight. This could be that battle tonight, right? Uh, you even up. You even up your series with Texas Tech on the season. So if there's any conversations between, say, you and Tech, it's like, all right, head-to-head, uh, two and two. And more importantly, you know, you, you continue to advance in the in the Big Ten or in the Big Twelve tournament. And that's this seems to be a place where where Oklahoma is just absolutely positively cooking. Big Twelve tournament, man. It's just I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to get too carried away on one win, but I'm also not trying to undersell one win. They head down to Arlington, and it's almost like they find their way. Yeah, something about this ballpark. They they play well there right now. So uh, win this game tonight, and all of a sudden, boy, you're, you're really looking good to, uh, to get back into the Big 12 tournament championship game. And I think, I mean, again, if you win this game tonight, I think you're, I think you're going to the NCAA tournament. I think that locks you in. I think you're right. Last night, uh, some areas where, you know, Oklahoma wins despite, you know, maybe maybe struggling just a bit. Uh, they they weren't great with runners in scoring position, but they weren't terrible. They were four for sixteen with runners in scoring position last night. Um, they were able to get runners home. That were uh, they were three of five on scoring opportunities with runners at third and less than two outs. 
And I, I've really fallen in love with the success that you have leading off an inning. And OU put its leadoff hitter on four of the nine innings. Now, there is one area where you you can't help but look back and think of what might have been. I mean, Josh, OU did strand 16 runners on base last night. <laughs> they did strand 16 last night. By the way, though, Oklahoma softball stranded 16 runners, 14 runners on base against Oklahoma State in game one of the Bedlam series. And, I mean, they haven't lost since, so maybe that's a, maybe that's a sign. But I think just to, you know, to kind of categorize this as easily and succinctly as we can, bottom line, they might be the team. Well, Kansas State could be the team on the outside looking in now. You know, they've lost, I think I heard Toby say, six of their last seven. And, you know, they've, they're in the mid-50s in RPI. And, you know, every single sport has a different way that it considers – you know, RPI and how you've been playing recently. But, you know, they might have thought they had a layup game with the Kansas team that they were able to control during the regular season. But now they've got a they got a deal, Josh, with a Texas team that, you know, I don't I don't think Texas wants to two and cue this bad boy right now. I think that's about the last thing that Texas wants to worry about. And Kansas State is in a position where Kansas State, I don't know, suddenly might be on the outside looking in for the big dance. Yeah, I think Kansas State's in, yeah, some legitimate trouble, no doubt. They weren't in, they weren't on solid footing coming into this thing. No. They got they got absolutely waxed yesterday, and like you said, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to win. Mm. All right, so Big Twelve tournament, we're gonna talk about it a lot on the show today, and for those that aren't familiar, here's what the schedule looks like coming up. So. OU advances in the winner's bracket game. They play at 4 o'clock tonight on ESPNU uh, this afternoon. I, I don't want to get into that battle about what's considered tonight and what's considered this afternoon or this evening, but 4 o'clock this afternoon, Oklahoma and Texas Tech. And then at 7.30 wait, hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting everything backwards. I'm sorry, 4 o'clock today is TCU in Kansas, then 7.30 tonight with a 7 o'clock pregame show is Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, for some reason, have been stuck in this world where the Sooners are in the afternoon bracket. I apologize. 4 o'clock this afternoon, TCU, Kansas, 7.30 tonight, Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Uh, I guess that Kansas State game against Texas is ongoing as we speak. I don't have it on here, Josh. We'll get a score update in just a second. Uh, and then you get the Oklahoma State-West Virginia game, which, by the way, you could argue that heading into the Big Dance, uh, the Big 12 tournament, the four teams that are playing in the loser's bracket were the four teams that probably felt the most comfortable about their postseason possibilities, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it was upset <laughs> city yesterday at the Big 12 tournament. It's crazy. That's crazy. All right, quick break. We are at Cavens. Let's get our first look of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. It's the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. So then let, let, let me pose this to you. During the break, I uh, I said to Josh that, you know, we, we were talking about Oklahoma's chances to make the, the postseason in college baseball. And I said well, – I feel like Kansas State is in if they win today. They're up one zip in a game that's moving on to the bottom of the second inning. 
But you pointed out you're a little bit concerned about where their RPI numbers, and maybe it might take more than one. I think so, man. I, I think so. I think it might take more than two, maybe. Wow. So, in other words, Kansas State not only has to somehow survive and win today, but then survive the loser of the KUTCU game, which, by the way, is exactly what happened to him last year. <laughs> Remember, they played OU, and what was that, the semifinal game where they lost their opener? So, like, they've, they're a spunky little bunch after they lose a game. Uh, Brian with a Y in Tulsa had asked a very, uh, very simple but sometimes confusing question. He said, after the win today, how many more wins before Oklahoma would make it to the final? Yes, that would be 365, it seems like, with how many games are in this Big 12 tournament. But let's play the, uh, let's play the winner's bracket mindset here, okay? Let's say the Sooners win tonight and take care of TCU. That means they would move on after a day off and play Saturday. And then the championship game would be Sunday. Someone would have to beat the Sooners twice on Saturday if they win their next two games. Uh, or if they win tonight, excuse me. Yeah, beat beat Texas Tech tonight and you're one win away. Someone's got to beat you twice. Okay, make sure I say that very clearly. Some nerd. Uh, I, I mean, I, can I just think of – I understand that I'll misspeak a lot, but – Someone sent me a message on Facebook and literally said, you said the Sooners have to win twice on Sunday. That's not true. Someone has to beat them twice. And I'm just, I, I wanted to stop for a second. I'm like, listen, you, you think I'm stupid. But how stupid do you think I am that you would think that, A, if I said that, it was a quick misspeak. And since you're the only person to point it out, I would have to think that you misremembered. And number two, for me to watch the Sooners win two games and think, well, you know, Josh, they still got to win two games. <laughs> but for this perspective, somebody's going to have to beat the Sooners twice if they win here tonight. And it gives OU a nice little rest day on Friday. Because if you lose, let's just, again, play this fictional world, you're still one win away from the semifinals. But you've got to turn around and play Saturday or Friday night at 6.30. And then, Josh, you would have to beat, I guess in this instance, I don't think they cross bracket. You would have to beat, what, Tech twice on Saturday. And I just, you know, I think it's, it's kind of tough, especially with where all your pitching is by that point, right? It would get exponentially more difficult. Win tonight and you're in a great spot to maybe go win this whole tournament and uh, lose tonight, and all of a sudden, yeah, you really got to do some work to go win this thing. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. That's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Anything from last night that you wanted to hit on that I've just kind of steamrolled? I got my three little anger points. Apparently not out quickly for some of you on the text line. Good Lord. Uh, anything that you want to uh, that you need to get off your chest from last night? All good? Yeah, no, everything's pretty good. Uh I enjoyed uh, – you know, I, I will say this on the ESPN Plus gripes. Go ahead. Somebody somebody chimed in with this, and I did have this problem too. It, it, to some mixed reviews, others said, oh, just, you know, exit the app and open it right back up and it'll mm -hmm. be back. It wasn't. 
at the end of the uh, Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game last night, in the seventh, eighth inning, whenever it was, the uh, the broadcast, it's like it just got erased from from Hulu. I, I was sitting there watching ESPN Plus uh, mm-hmm. through Hulu, and it was – and it's gone. And it's like you exited the app, went back in, and there, there was no broadcast. It was gone. So, fortunately, the game was essentially over at that point. But uh, that was that was my only gripe. Everything else watching on ESPN Plus was great. Kansas, the Grand Slam over Texas. That was huge. Was, uh, was pretty awesome. And then, uh, well, the night game wasn't altogether great. But uh, it was huge to see Oklahoma win for sure. Mm, agreed. Um, I, I want to read a couple texts here real quick. Broken Arrow Fat Boy writes, Come on, Chris. You're just complaining about ESPN showing – um, a game, he's like showing, I know you came from less than a week ago. Now you're talking about watching a football game from a decade or two ago. Okay, listen, Broken Arrow Fat Boy. Number one, work on your spelling. At least makes sense in the tweet or text or whatever it is. And I love you and you know that. But number two, there is a massive major difference between showing a re-aired game on the night when there's games going on, and when we're a hundred and like fourteen days away from the NFL, watching older games when I'm flipping around. I mean, I, I I get it. You're trolling me, but take a moment to think about what you just said. If the NFL was going on, and while an NFL live game was going on. They decided to show you a game from earlier in the day instead of the game that's going on live. That's, I'm pretty sure everyone else would be fired up. It's a, it's a lack of appreciation for the arts of television programming. Um, here's one. We're talking about the recruiting side of things from the 402. Hey, who cares if the recruit lies or the owner lied? In the end, it doesn't matter. What's important is thoughts and prayers up for Coach Bates. I think I agree more than anything else on that, right? You step back and you take a breath, and for a moment you realize, hey, this is this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about, you know, trying to make sure things are okay where Coach Bates is going through a challenging time. Uh, with his father, and it's just it's something you never, ever want to imagine or ever go through. But I, you know, there's real-life stuff in this, and it doesn't – we don't have to always get caught up in it being about the recruiting world, right? And you're right. You're absolutely a bazillion percent right with that text. Um, Yardbird Richard writes, For a public service message to Okies, your sports station needs to play Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys several times a day. I've already heard it a couple of times today. And who knows? Maybe maybe we'll hear it again soon before uh, before this show is done. Um, ESPN in general, writes Nick, ESPN in general has been terrible this entire season with covering the number one team in the nation in softball. They don't update the stats on their website. And then there was an instance they were supposed to be on ESPN+. Plus, but they even start the broadcast late. That's from Nick. Um, if, if I'm just Grinching in general, I feel like there's 8,000 different scoreboards on ESPN. And NI, ESPN Plus is what I started using, so it's what our ESPN.com is what I started using, so it's what I'm familiar with. Um, to me, Josh, 
it's a situation where how hard is it to not have to click like five different places to find scores? It's like, just give me a scoreboard. Put college. I know you can also, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can customize it to make that a little bit easier for you, Nick. But I just, I think we all want to see the sport that we're passionate about made a bigger deal by its broadcast partners. And that's kind of where the frustration is with re-airing a college baseball game last night while a live game was going on, having challenges and getting score updates. You know, you've invested a lot of money in this, and it's almost as if you're just flipping a middle bird to everyone involved in that investment. That's me, though. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't disagree. I've got no defense for airing recorded games from earlier in the day when you've still got the same tournament going on later that night. Never will make sense. Um, let's see. There's a couple more. Here's one. It's uh, from UConn Bob. Man, ESPN Plus sucks. Cut the game off during the seventh inning last night. Do you know anything about that? Thank God for Toby. I do not. Do you? I was listening to Toby, actually. So I don't. I didn't know if anything happened. On the ESPN Plus side? Uh, that's what the texter claimed. Oh, yeah, absolutely it did. That's okay. exactly what I was telling you earlier. It's like the oh, podcast okay. just stopped. <laughs> oh, so when you said you couldn't find it. No, the, the app- yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was watching the broadcast, and the broadcast just stopped. Like, so it was done, and then you tried to exit the app and go back in, and you couldn't find It was gone. Is that a situation you think where it was the game, like the game went too long or something? Did they explain it at all? No, I I have no idea what happened. There was no explanation. It made no sense. I didn't feel like it was too long of a game. What did they say was the final? I think it was like three hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's, maybe that's a little bit lengthy. I honestly thought whenever I would, because I had forgotten that the uh, the Tech game was going to be on ESPN Plus last night against West Virginia, and I thought they were just showing K-State as a little bit of filler, right, before they went to the Texas Tech game. Nope, not the case. By the way, OU is on ESPNU tonight. So you had ESPN Plus last night. You get ESPNU with TCU Kansas. That's the 4 o'clock game. And then Tech versus Oklahoma, 7.30. All right, uh, quick break. We'll come back, put a wrap on Hour 1. Gary's going to join us to kick off Hour 2 Plus. Uh, hour 2 filled with cuts from Patty Gasso next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. We're going to kick off our number – wait, what time is it? Okay, we're going to kick off our number two with Gary coming up here in just a bit, and we'll talk about everything going on here at Cavens Group where we spend our Thursdays. Looks like Kansas State's off to a much better start today than they were yesterday against TCU. It's one zip. Uh, Kansas State leads Texas. That game is in the – Third inning, Oklahoma will play tonight at 7.30 against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting, Josh, not just to see how things play out this weekend for OU in the Big 12 tournament, but to kind of watch that bubble and to see if Oklahoma continues to stay on the right side of the bubble. The win over Oklahoma State is big. And to see if maybe we, we, we see a Kansas State or a Texas Tech kind of slip to the wrong side of it. So, Bubble drama in the Big 12. I I don't know if there's a set number of teams, though, that are comfortably in right now. Maybe three comfortably in, West Virginia, Texas, and T- TCU, maybe? Well, maybe. And I feel like, and this could be wrong, I feel like the 
bracketologists that be for college baseball, probably it's it's less of an exact science as compared to maybe men's college basketball, where generally speaking, we got a pretty good idea who's in and who's out. I don't think it's unthinkable that this committee could look at the Big 12 and say, yeah, this is a six-bid league, just just looking at the, the strength of the conference. Yeah, exactly. Or or they could turn around plank and only four get in. And right. Totally, you know what I mean? It's That's what I'm saying is I don't know that we have really that good of an idea. So it, it, in, in my comfortable mindset, you would say are half of them are comfortable right now? Half? Yeah, and I think, you know, based on last night, Oklahoma's trending into that feeling pretty comfortable grouping, especially if Oklahoma wins tonight, I think they're locked in. No, I, I, I agree. I, I feel pretty good about one thing um, for Oklahoma, and that is a win tonight locked. I feel like they're locked after last night, but like I said, I'm not, I'm not living every second of it like the Kendall Rogers and obviously T-Rows all over all the, the mock projections on the T-Row in the morning show from 6 to 9 here. But right now, as, as it stands right now, Josh, I, f- I feel really good, really, really good about their – their opportunity to get it. Here's one that just came in. Uh, right, C1 Baseball just released new bracketology. Oklahoma to Arkansas, according to this projection. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. They have um, they have OU. You yeah, have five minutes. They have. They don't even have OU as one of the last four in anymore. Uh, in fact, in their last four in, they've got UC Irvine, Kansas State. Uh, Arizona State and Notre Dame on the bottom half of that would be Louisville, Texas State, Xavier, and Arizona. By the way, when was the I know Arizona's never missed the women's postseason. So I when was the last time we would have a Diamond Sports postseason without either Arizona? We'll talk about it next right here on the ref.